Alright guys, pictures up. Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. Welcome to the show. I'm David Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. What's What's up? up? (laughs) Dude, we're back. We're energized. We're ready to go. Not energized. I am fired up. Whoa. Fired up. You know what fires me up? What? Tell me. I just heard about a new listener. Oh my gosh! I'm this was in. huge. Yeah, I've, I've been, I've been, what's the word? Um, recruiting this guy. I've been working him for for four years. For four years. Yeah, I walk in and I hear, I heard the announcement. Captain Chris, he's listening to the show. The captain? Yeah, the captain is listening to the show. Oh my god! You just blew my mind because that's not even who I was talking about. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, tell me, tell me more, buddy. Captain, my captain. Yeah. Now, I wonder if the captain knows our email address. Well, he probably knows the original one. Yeah, does he know the new one? The new one? Podcast at pencinema.com. That's the new. Don't get it confused right, with the right, old one. Right, right, right. Although I do have the old one set up. Okay. I, I have you it can on, still check it. I have it on forwarding. Okay, So good. it automatically forwards good, 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 good. in yeah. case Shady Lady wants to write in or something like that. <laughs> 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 Thank goodness. Let me tell you something about the captain. Yeah. You've never met anyone that knows more about Disney World than oh, our yeah. boy. Yep. And aren't they making a movie, The Tower of Terror? They are. They are. This is our expert. He's gonna he's he's I, gonna let us know what's up. He has he is a regular at the Tower of Terror in nice. Florida. And as the movie gets closer, I will be taking it upon myself to take me and my little coffee cup downstairs and make sure that I get the skinny on what's the story. Now, the other interesting fact. Yeah. For those who you don't know the captain. Right. If you don't know the captain, you got to know the captain. But I know right. a lot of our people do. But just in case you don't, Chris is one of the OG original Penn Cinema staff. Started with us in one no- of the greats. One of the greats. Started with us in November of 2006. Mm. He has been working here longer than some of our staff have been alive. That is crazy. I was just downstairs chatting with two of my favorite employees, and I happen to know that both of them were not yet born when Chris first started work what at Penn Cinema Lidditz. What a guy. Yeah, yeah. So he's a VIP, and I'm excited that, you know, it, I do have to wonder, like, buddy, what took you so long? Because <laughs> like, <laughs> he works downstairs at the Chopper, right. which is conveniently located next to, right next to our one Penn Cinema podcast Big sign. sign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not saying nothing. I'm just saying. You, you, know, you know, he takes his time coming to it. But yeah. now that he's here, Welcome. it's great. It's great. And I got an earful this afternoon about what he thought about the show. Nice. His thoughts about Shrek. Uh, the untitled DreamWorks film he thinks is going to be a Shrek, what, four or five oh. or six or something. Yeah. So anyway, shout out to the captain. Nice to have you, buddy. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let me tell you what else happened this weekend. What happened? I don't know if you recall, but in the original 2022. The original 2022. The, the original. Yeah, not, yeah, not the one that we're in yeah, now. The, 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 the original 2022. <laughs> <laughs> 
Before it got personal. Right. Before, <laughs> before the electric boogaloo. Yeah. It was un- 2022 unplugged. <laughs> if, if you remember that one. We speculated at times about how Avatar would do. Right. And and then it went. It came. We did a whole show. We watched the original Avatar. We put a lot of energy into this movie. Oh, my gosh. And then the movie opened, and we all said, like, there were some skeptics, like cynics, who were like, oh, it, it opened and it failed because it didn't do what we thought it was going to do. It didn't mm. do. It didn't break the record. You know, it didn't do like Marvel and open to $200 million or something right. like that. It opened to what, 130 or something? It'll be in, still in that ballpark. Huge, yeah. No, it was a huge successful opening. Right. But a lot of people who were trying to like knock it down a peg were comparing it to like Black Panther or, um, you know, the Avengers or something like that. But ZZ Top, ZZ Top, they had a little song. Yeah, right. And it said she got legs. <laughs> she got legs and she knows how to use them. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I did not know where you were going with that. <laughs> but I but got there. Follow. I followed. Follow. Yeah. You saw an alley and you were like, hey. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what's down here. And there it was. Legs as far as the eye could see. Right. And here we are, the fifth week of Avatar. Oh my gosh, five weeks. Five weeks. Now, for those of you, because we talk about behind the scenes sort of business on this show quite a bit, because that's sort of part of the fun. Yeah. Uh, what makes the show interesting. And so you know... If you're listening and paying attention, the movie opens up, and just to make the math easy, if it opens up to $100, typically it drops 50% the second week. So the second week you would expect it to make $50, mm-hmm. and then the third week you would expect it to make 25 and so on. Avatar, now in its fifth week, has only dropped 32%. Wow. So I'm just saying, it's still the number one movie in the country, and it's only dropped 32%. This is a big deal. This movie has legs and it is locking anyone who was rooting for it to succeed has to feel good. And anyone that is rooting for trilogies and sequels galore has to feel good because this movie is proving all the critics wrong. Can I tell you a story? Please. With the visuals yes. that our people aren't as gonna l- get to see. As always. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what's so special about our show is even though the listeners can't technically see. Yeah, that's a technicality. Right. <laughs> you always show up with your trusty, rusty whiteboard, which, by the way, eventually we're going to have to buy you a new whiteboard. Yeah, it's been you know, used you know, hard. But you, you show up every week with your whiteboard and you illustrate the show. As we go. As we go, hmm. which is remarkable because I can. it's all I can do to just keep up with the conversation. But you are conversing and illustrating at the same time. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the greatest fruit salad maker in the world? Yes, you I know? do. I tasted some of that fruit salad. It was amazing. Jeez. And okay. it had it had little notes in it telling me to listen to the Penn Cinema You podcast. hadn't done that before. Right. It was the first. And I, and I loved it, by the way. Yeah. I told all my friends. Yeah. Uh, one the, fr- of the, the fruit salad. One of the best. <laughs> uh, well, good old Naomi. Yeah. She was pumped for Avatar. Why wouldn't she be? She was, but not just like, you know. Not random. Not just like, oh, I want to see this. But like, I see, I didn't know this about her. Mm. And then her roommate's like, you know, our internet is named after the tree in Avatar. Oh my God. Like the password. Yeah. Well, yeah, they have the password. And, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. No, the, the like name, I don't know what the password is, but yeah. the name is like whatever the tree's name is. Yeah. I can't remember what it is. And I was like, no, I did not know that. And then she told me, she's like, I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped to see this movie. 
And I was like, "This is your. I hope it's everything you want." My God, because all, all God. I want is to see her ecstatic. How you felt this. about her watching Avatar is how all of us felt about watching you watch Dune, right? You just Thank want somebody loves it that much. You want you them want it to, to love be it. Happy, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I and I, you know, I, I don't hate the movie, but I haven't been very positive about yeah. it. And I very much shut down my uh, opinions completely right. because I did not want to influence no. or take this away from, cause she was just so purely, it wasn't like a cynical, like, Oh, right. I really like this or anything. Or I kind of like, like she just like the happiness that she had mm. for this. It's what the movies are all about. Right. So weirdly enough though, she hadn't seen it yet. Mm. And this is an interaction that I had with her and mm. I have to show you. Yeah. The full thing. Okay, he's gonna okay, act it out. I gotta, uh, All right. So she's at her standing desk, yeah. and I walk behind her. Right. And she goes, David. And I'm like, yeah. She goes, this weekend. And I continue to look at her like, mm -hmm. and then she goes. <laughs> Making a dance move, busting a move. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. What that is? <laughs> like, I'm seeing Avatar. This oh my god! <laughs> so, yeah, and she saw it. She went, and she said she really liked it. She was the big thing was she wanted to see it in IMAX, but she saw it with her friends when they went to the beach. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. If she has plans to go again. Mm. I, I hope she does because I think she still wants to see it in IMAX. Yeah. Well, listen, I have great news yeah. for her and all the other Avatar fans. Mm. I mean, it looks like Avatar is going to be in IMAX until February 10th Woo. when Titanic opens. So, I mean, you got time. I mean, yeah. hurry up and see it quick, but, <laughs> just, yeah, but you got time. <laughs> just between us girls, <laughs> you, got you, you got time. So yeah. Naomi, if you're not listening, right. you need to go see it by February right. 10th. Right. Yeah. Look, I have big news. I know. This, 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 this is I, the other big news that we boom. have. <laughs> it's the biggest news of the week. We couldn't lead with this news because then after that, you after we share this news with you. You probably would have turned the podcast off. You're not going to hear anything else yeah. we say because your mind is going to be blown. I've already got the news. Right. What's and that's up? what I came here for. Yeah, right. right. And I'm out. Right. <laughs> yeah. We are nothing if not your number one source <laughs> for news. Just in general. <laughs> right. Number one source. Right. <laughs> <laughs> In conversation with Empire Magazine, mm. Elizabeth Banks stated, Cocaine Bear mm. is a film about parenting with some really beautiful messages in it. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. What you, Elizabeth Banks, first of all, was the producer or the director or something of Cocaine Bear? Why not all? Right. As usual, she's like everything. <laughs> yeah, she's but, probably the bear. Right. <laughs> right. But I think you got your story mixed up. Oh. Because you led us to believe that Elizabeth Banks was talking about Cocaine Bear, the ridiculous <laughs> cocaine-fueled crazy movie that I can't wait to see because it's so nutso. Oh, no, that's so but then, about. But then you got mixed up. No, because then you were saying like, oh, this movie is about parenting with some really beautiful messages in it. Which, what movie... Is it because you started out talking about Cocaine Bear, but obviously you ended talking about some other film about parenting with some quote really beautiful messages in it. W what's what's the second movie? No, this is this is still talking about this Cocaine Bear. Depend. <laughs> when was the last time you saw a bear on cocaine? <laughs> it's been it's, it's been, been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a minute, right? Right. It's been a minute. <laughs> right. That's a, but if you think back, that that bear. Top-notch parent. 
And I'm sure your parenting skills as right. great as they are, no. you probably took some beautiful messages. Yeah, from that. I have a lot to learn about parenting, so I can't wait to see this film. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh wow. my God. A pure gem. Yeah. No, this is this is rich. This is rich because we, so now we have two classic coming of age stories. We have Cocaine Bear, coming of age, which is clearly like a feel good, you know. Yeah. You know, and then we have Are You There, Margaret? It's me, or Are You, are you There, God? It's me, Margaret. Right. They're basically on the same level. Clearly, I hope they don't come out the same weekend because they'll split the audience. Well, I'm just curious which one has more cocaine in it. <laughs> What if what if the minds behind what if Judy Bloom came out and was like, Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret, is a wild drug induced ride. <laughs> it never stops. Violent, violent, right. violent Rated R for gore. Yeah. I can't wait for the cr- the crossover. Are you there, God? It's me, cocaine bear. <laughs> Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret, and the cocaine bear is closing in on me. <laughs> Well, that's. I mean, I don't. I don't know I'm how not, else to say. It, yeah, but that's right. kind of all the news fit to print. Yeah. Oh. So should we just note? I don't know if you did this on purpose, but I did this on purpose. Oh. And I wanted to share in case anybody was wondering. I specifically did not bring up the fact that the Golden Globes happened. Oh, I saw them, and I thought. That's a whole lot of stuff I have to read. <laughs> I watched some of the Golden Globes. Yeah. And I, of course, you know, got all the emails from all the predictable studios. Oh, our film was nominated for this, that, or the other thing, and so we want to bring it back and blah, 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 blah. But I just have no respect for, like, I barely have respect for the Oscars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I really could give a shit about the Golden Globes. Well, all I know is, actor-wise, everything everywhere all at once took home awards. So who cares? We already knew it was the best movie of the year. Like, yeah. we did not need the Golden Globes to, like, validate our... If anything, the Globes should be reporting on our list of best movies of the year. That's what I'm saying. What's up? That's what I'm What's saying. up? <laughs> I, I think, like, yeah, those were the... Like, I got excited because I saw Michelle Yeoh won. Yeah. And then they were like, four, best actress in a comedy and or drama. And I'm like... What? Why, why is it, like, pared down so much? Right. Yeah, that's, right. everyone's got to have their award. Yeah. All right. So we have one, two, three, five trailers, and I have three of them. I think they're all acceptable trailers. Three of them are really good, and I have two that are tied for my trailer of the week, but I know which one I picked. So let's start at the top. The, the, two, the two I have are really different from each other. Different yeah. and really, like, I don't know which one is best yeah. for trailer of the week. Let's start with Bo is Afraid. Mm, starring Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. This looks like a trip. This movie is from, um, who wrote in today about A24? Who's the best? I think it was Owen. No, it was um, Jason, Jonathan, Jonathan, Jason, Justin, Jeffrey. Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. He wrote in and said, what's the best studio and why is it A24? Right. And he sent this trailer. And yeah. That. This is a great trailer. Uh, the A24 movie called Bo is Afraid comes out in April starring Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And as David Moulton accurately depicted it, it is a trip. So it looks like a story where uh, someone with uh, social anxiety. 
That's an understatement. Leaves his house. <laughs> and for no good reason. For no good to visit his mom. <laughs> and I can't remember. It's been a couple of days since I watched it. If he's in an accident or what. Yeah. He gets, he gets hit, hit by, by a car. Yeah. And then it's kind of a. What was that movie where the guy got hit by a car and the lady kept him in the house? Misery. Misery. It's kind of like Misery. Mm-hmm. But it might not be, and it might just be his hallucinations. James Caan and Kathy Bates. Yeah. They're like, no, you need to stay here. Yeah. Uh, get better. And he goes a little crazy. Yeah. Or maybe he doesn't. I right. don't know. 824, you can never really know. I mean, the whole other premise is, does he actually get hit by the car? Right. Like, how much of the things in his life are real versus perceived? Any, any, I guess from the, from the posters, he imagines himself at different ages. Right. Or like, is this yeah. going to be one of those things? Do you remember that movie, um, Jacob's Ladder, with uh, Sarah, Susan Sarandon's boyfriend, Tim Robbins? Do you remember Tim Robbins and Jacob's Ladder, where the entire premise of, of the movie is he gets killed, and the entire movie is the last millisecond of, of his, his life. life? Yeah. Now, I so I, so I wonder, like, if this is going to be. I watch movies, David. I don't know if you know that about me, but. I watch movies. Now people on the street don't think. No, I know. I know, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I hear. Right. I'll, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> so anyway, that's one of the things that I loved about this movie, or at least about this trailer, is that like, the door is wide open for what this movie is about and what actually happens mm-hmm. and what's real, what's perceived, what's paranoia, you know. It's one of those. It's here's the thing about this trailer. It's not up on my trailer of the week list. Oh, it's not. No, um, it's got all the crazy A twenty four like flashy right. bright light things, but then it also has the A twenty four filmed in this gritty, mm-hmm. gross. Mm-hmm. Like everyone looks disgusting, mm-hmm. and that like, but it's to the point where it's like. A turnoff to me that I'm like I don't know if I really want to. This movie is watch tied this. for my trailer of the week. Oh, I have this movie and Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Oh, really? As my two trailer of the weeks. Wow. And my pick went to the Margaret movie. Really? Because yep. Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. I thought was so boring. I almost didn't put it on the list. <gasps> really? <laughs> yeah. Wow, okay. I was almost like, do I even want to put this on here? It's not. Well, now I'm like super intrigued because obviously your top two trailers, one of them is going to be Quantumania. Mm-hmm. And what's your second trailer of the week? Marlo. Marlo. Okay, so let's go down the list. So Bo is Afraid comes out in April. Real trippy A24 movie. Looking forward to it. The next one on our list is Baby Ruby from Film Nation, which looks to me unwatchable. Kit Harrington's in it. Yeah, it does not look. Like something I could sit through. This is a movie about parenting, about maternity, about giving birth, about babies. And yeah. I cannot watch a movie where it appears that so many bad things happen. Horror is not my genre in the first place. But then when, you, when you mix a baby into it, yeah. nah, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. And no. it, I think it's supposed to be like a psychological take on adjusting to parenthood or motherhood or whatever. Right. And it just... Which is valid, but I'm not interested in yeah, hearing that as a horror movie. I don't need to watch this no, movie. No, no. And then the third trailer is Quantumania trailer number two. Okay, here's why I love this trailer. And I loved the trailer too, but I'm, I don't have anything bad to say about it. Yeah, it's 
it shows so much more about the story. Mm-hmm. It shows Kang being freaking awesome, which we haven't seen yeah. Kang as the conqueror yet. We got two glimpses of Modok, which is awesome to see that they're actually doing a Modok. I just hope they do him well. And then I there's just so many things, theories running around about this. And I, I'll, I'll dip into it here for a second. Yeah. So, you know, I, like I watch a lot of um, like film critic guys and stuff on TikTok and stuff, and and all of them were pointing out it's no coincidence that the day this trailer dropped, all of a sudden Shang Chi is the number one recommended Marvel movie on Disney Plus, mm. and. At the end of Shang-Chi, the big stinger was, what are these rings mm. and what are they calling out to? And then in the trailer, a lot of the themes they're seeing around Kang are these rings. And then at the end, they show Scott, like thousands of Scots holding them, like duplicates of him holding them yeah. up, reaching into these spinning rings that look like large versions of the 10 rings from Shang-Chi. And there's all these theories that like it's in the quantum realm, so time is wibbly-wobbly. And all these things are leading up to the last movie in the current plan is called the Kang Dynasty, mm. um, which hypothetically could, or is it the last one? One of the last two movies, are, are, they're both Avengers movies, is called the Kang Dynasty. And it could all be leading to what they're theorizing as a general reboot to mm. the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. And that this could be one of those things where, like, Ant-Man's, like, in the past, and the Avengers have used the ring to hide the thing in there. Mm-hmm. Because there's this whole thing about how everything's circular yeah. in the universe and repeats itself. And uh, so there's lots of talk about that kind of stuff. And how, and also, the director who directed Shang-Chi is directing Kang Dynasty. So mm. all these things fitting together. And then there's the big idea that... Uh, they're pretty sure that Ant-Man's going to die in this movie, especially from the line where he's like, I don't have to win, just neither, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have to win, but that both of, both of us just have to lose. Mm. And like, uh, that he might die in this, or and then, you know, you won't, or get flung into the future. Is that or the something. end of Paul Rudd? Yeah, Paul Rudd, <clears throat> if you die in the movie you act in, yeah. you die in real life. That's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's really interesting they named this movie Quantum Mania. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, if he's you, in the quantum universe. Well, I don't know if you heard the original. Oh, the original proposed title. What was that? It was Ant Man and the Wasp. Time is wibbly. <laughs> Time is wibbly wobbly. <laughs> wibbly wobbly. Yeah, I don't know if did you did you read that in Variety? They reported mm. on it last week. I didn't yeah. know if you caught that article. Ant Man and the Wasp. Time is wibbly wobbly. I know you feel like I probably was just being goofy there, but that's a quote from Doctor Who. I'm sure. Time I'd, isn't. Time isn't. A, they think I'd, of it as a straight I'd, line. Yeah, and I know it's wibbly wobbly. It's big bass ball. I'm timey, saying, is it, is this wobbly. the much anticipated MCU Doctor Who crossover? Yes, I'm sure of it. No I mean, doubt. If you freeze frame a minute and thirteen into the Ant Man trailer, tell me that's not the TARDIS. There's right? a phone booth in the background. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Time, Ant-Man and the Wasp, time is wibbly-wobbly. You heard it here first. Yeah. So the reason this doesn't just blanket get my trailer of the week. Oh, shit. Is because it's Marvel. And I feel like 
they get taken down a notch just because of my my own like excitement for it. That's so unfair. Brings it down because it's like I just I'm putting it on a pedestal, like for no other reason than it, but just my own. Like it's okay. not I'm not judging it fully on trailer merit. Yeah. To which I have to say, a movie that I actually want to see, yes, but I also feel like will be horrible. <laughs> Is Marlo. <laughs> you know why this did not get my trailer of the week? What is that? Because at the end of the trailer, I paused it, as I always do, to review all the film companies, who's involved, what mm-hmm. they're doing, which studios, what distribution, et cetera, et cetera. First of all, I recognized zero of them. And second of all, the big um, card that should say coming to theaters this summer or exclusive to theaters Mm. or April, like at the end of the Margaret trailer, it says April 28th, 2023 at the end of the Bo is afraid. It says coming to theaters exclusively in April, blah, blah, blah. At the end of this trailer, it says, and I quote coming soon to theaters. Well, the Joe Blow article said, I think February 10th. I'm just saying it's so vague. Yeah. Like it's a trailer. You should tell me everything I need to know in the trailer. I shouldn't mm. have to go listen to the Penn Cinema podcast and go though. to Joe Blow and My research dude. it. My dude, a lot of trailers don't say the dates. I thought it looked cheap. Well, it was made to look like a film noir. Okay. I think this movie looks like it could be fun and inter- I think we've entered a new era. 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 <laughs> Ooh, Freudian slip. I know. A new era of the mystery genre. A new era, brah. I, th- I think it's coming back. Which means we're going to get some good ones. We like started knives, with what? Like, see how they run. Knives out. Yeah. Well, there was one before. See how you. I feel like uh, Amsterdam was kind of yep. a, a mis- yep. murder. Amsterdam. Mystery. See how they run. Knives out. Yeah. But then we've also had we had Death on the Nile. Death on the Nile. Um, and I feel like there was no. Like it just seems like they're they're ramping up, and they in some ways they're getting better. Mm-hmm. But that means we're also going to start getting not so great ones. So this one looks like it has a great cast. We got Pee Wee Herman. Got uh, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson is the lead. Uh, the two women I recognize can't remember their names, um, but we've also got um, O'Brien, Chief O'Brien from Star Trek. Mm. I can never remember his name. It's mm. it's very Irish, but he's also great. Yeah, and he's in there. Oh, I know who you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I saw him. He's he played. I just watched him in. Um, ah, shoot! I know exactly who you mean. He's in Snatch. He was. Yeah, that's where I saw him. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, in Layer Cake. He's in Layer, layer cake. cake. Yeah. Yep. So I'm in Layer Cake. Yeah. He's really good. So this has potential. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be big. I would say it's not, but it has potential. Listen, it's not my trailer of the week, but that's that's not to say that I agree with you. Like, I think this movie looks like fun. I, lo- I will definitely watch this movie when it comes out. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like fun. doesn't have to be like hot shit trailer. Looks like fun. I love a murder mystery. Let's see what your hot shit trailer is. Okay, my hot shit trailer of the week is Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, which debuts as conveniently noted in the trailer on April 28th, 2023. Just in time for school to start thinking about getting out for the summer. Wow. What's up? School's out for summer. Ever? Ever. So you didn't like this trailer? Uh, no, and it's probably because I'm not a prepubescent girl, mm. which is the true. general audience. True. So true, I'm true. not, and I don't say that in a mean way. Right. I just mean that this is a very targeted audience. Yeah, you're not the audience. Of what is not. Right. But I think you're also, you are exactly between the two targeted audiences. 
because the one targeted audience is young girls mm -hmm. and the other target audience is girls my age who grew up reading this book, right. like at the height of the Judy Bloom. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. like the adults who grew up with this book, who loved this book, loved everything Judy Bloom. And I thought the trailer like delivered on the angst, on the comedy, on the insecurity, when she's praying to God, like all she wants to do is be normal like everybody else. And then she's praying to God and she says, please, 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 please. Like just, yeah. it's just like so endearing and adorable and something we can all relate to. Yeah. I mean, I just absolutely found love with, I mean, everything about Judy Bloom is okay in my book, you know, and then I feel like this movie is gonna deliver exactly what that audience wants. I think this movie looks very well made and yeah. very, very good. Like, yeah. I think it's gonna be very, people who are in the demographic are gonna love it. Yeah. I also don't have a daughter. I think if I had a daughter, I might relate to it more. True. But. I got two. Whoa. I had two daughters. Just gonna brag about that like that. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, you know Marley Bear is down living the life in yeah. Philly. Yeah. Right. Just which I also saw her annual, her annual uh, video photo drop. Yeah. Well, she was no, she was. She did it last year or maybe the year before. Where uh, will you? Won't you? Oh, right. with, with all the guys from football. <laughs> oh, right, and I'm right, like, right. I don't know who any of these dudes. Are. <laughs> right. And she's like. Pass. Pass. Smash. And I'm like, what? <laughs> well, anyway, so Marley Bear is down in Philly just killing it. Yeah. And little Kayla, she goes back to college. Get out of town. Yeah. I mean, we had a great time having her at home. And I like she, her college break was so long because her, the way her exam, her finals, the way her finals worked out in December, she was like home pretty early in December. And she's just going back this weekend. And I like kind of got used to having her at home and forgot that she was going to go back to college. And then all of a sudden she starts packing up her shit. And I'm like, what? Where do you think you're going? What are we doing? Yeah. What is this? What? 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 What gives you the right, right. to just leave us behind? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Next thing you know, we're going to the grocery store, buying shit. Oh my you know, gosh. it's time to go back to school. He said, what? We got to buy food. Yeah, you got to use <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> Cheez-Its. <laughs> you got to be prepared. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So those are our trailers. Uh, I highly recommend almost all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Don't watch Baby Ruby. That's basically Don't it. waste your time. Yeah. All right. Now moving on to our movie this week. This week we broke out of our comfort zone. Yes. I was like, our, Pen our what zone? Comfort, not our comfort. comfort. Comfort zone. Comfort zone. Fort zone. Yeah, and that's like, based on the Latin word fort. Yeah, you know, and you're with your fort. And yeah, and the com mm -hmm. is in like hello. Right. Anyone? Can anyone hear? Right. Me? That's Latin for together. Yeah. Like commitment continued. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, Penn, I know you never leave your safety. Right. Zone. Which is rom coms. Get off the couch. <laughs> it's time. It's time for us to dip in. <laughs> Did some scary some shit. Some scary, hairy, yeah, horror, or horror. Now let the record reflect. I'm not. I'm not the only co-host of this show who veers away from the horror genre. What? <laughs> I'm not. What? I'm not the only co-host that, that has bad dreams. It's Larry. Right. He brought it up at the staff meeting. Yeah. How upset he was that we because when David and I agree to watch a certain movie, all of our staff because we only employ the best. Right. You know they yeah. all watch a movie as well. All 350. Of right. Them. <laughs> Which by, I continue to think we could probably use just a couple more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I agree. I brought that up at the last meeting. <laughs> I feel like we're understaffed. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think the issue is there's only room at the table for four of us. So the remaining 346 of them are in the booth in the hallway. Well, they do whisper down the lane. Every time you say something, they turn back and they say, <laughs> right. So I think down. that's problem number one. And I think problem number two is while they're out in the booth, I think the ones that are near the windows are watching the movies that are playing, you know, uh, yeah. so I don't feel like Typical. we have, I feel, I don't feel like we have their entire attention. Typical. Yeah. So anyway, with all that being said, for better or for worse, we did dip into the horror gene genre yeah. and I loved it. I did too. I had a good time. I did not, I was never like obnoxiously scared. I was never uncomfortably scared. I feel this movie barely fits into the horror genre. What would you call it? Like a thriller? A thriller. Yeah. Yeah, because I thought this movie was going to be slish, slash, slice. Right. Showing murder left, right, and center. Be really creepy. Um, and it's not. There's only, there's only like, five deaths the whole movie. Four or five. Mm. Um, however, the first one's a dog, and that, thank God, they don't show anything. Right. And there's nothing. Right. I want to reassure you, you know the dog's going to die, but you don't see even the slightest bit of anything. Right. Uh, thank God. Cause right. I would have been like, I'm out. Right. But, uh, no, I a hundred percent agree. Yeah. And, and uh, here, here's when I knew I was going to like the movie. The movie starts with its very predictable setup of parents dying in a car crash, mm -hmm. a little girl. And I assumed the whole movie was going to be from the little girl's perspective and everyone else in the movie was going to be a big dumb mm, dumb. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, oh, this is our, this is your new toy. And like, the, you weren't going to know anything about right. anybody else. It was going to be a little girl with a toy and then right. the toy starts getting crazy and, right. and killing everyone. And it gets worse and worse. Cause I think that's kind of how Chucky is. I don't know. I can't remember. But immediately after the setup of the dead parents, you spend 15, 20 minutes of background background on just the ant right not scary stuff the ant who by the way is amazing yeah it's it's like her job her life her struggles and it's really more from the perspective i mean it's from the perspective of both the child and the and the ant but really you get like why all of a sudden having the niece and having to raise her is such a big deal. And I think it's worth like underscoring the fact that that whole background on the ant, zero of it is scary. Right. Like it's all really just character development. Genuine, just she's a toy maker, you know, an engineer. And I love the little things that I guess, I mean, it's my own age catching up to me, but just like the idea of like the kid comes in and the, and the, she has like these vintage toys and right. they aren't like, Vintage, vintage. They're right. like, you know, things that I could relate to. Right. And she's like, oh, no, these aren't for playing. It's like the classic, like, these are my model trains. They're not right. for, you know, right. like, like we used to see. Um, and I, I just I just thought it was really, really well done and, and very suspenseful. It's not very bloody. And what I heard from the crew when I left mm. here at the theater, mm -hmm. they said that there's a rated R version 
Because I thought it was going to be R. And well, I we found out it's thirteen. We were we reported on that last weekend. Oh, that's right. At yeah. the Penn Cinema podcast, I don't know if you listen to the show, but I, I, if you listened, you would have heard yeah. that the uh, Mr. Blum, Jason Blum himself, right. had reported that there's an unrated version in the in the pipes in the tank. Because it's not that it's not that gory. I mean, there are some parts where you're, you're like, eh, barely, okay. barely, but just not. Put it this way. It's an easy PG-13. Like, there's right. no way that would have been rated R. Right. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah. And and it's like, even when I thought, oh, this is where it's going to get gory, it's not. I will say, I will just go out on a limb, because last weekend when we talked about the unrated version versus the current PG-13 version, which, by the way, we also didn't mention this when we were talking about how great Avatar held over, Megan is still the number two movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's doing great with you know very positive reviews, but what I was going to say was um, last weekend when we reported on the unrated version versus the current PG thirteen version, I had not seen the movie. Right now that I've seen it, I would say I have no interest in an unrated or or even an R rated version because I felt like this movie was I don't I don't want to use the word perfect because we're it's not in that category, but I felt that I felt like this movie was great just the way it is. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that it needs. Right. It wasn't like I wish there was a little bit more to the murder right. scenes. Like I feel like it was just enough to. This is going to sound weird. There was just enough violence. Right. For it to be realistic. Right. Like she's a robot, and I think too much violence. It's like how come no one else is paying attention and just shooting this thing? Right. You know what I mean? Or how come no one believes this? But there was such a low amount of violence that it was believable that this robot would get overlooked, like not suspect it for the dog or even like she's well, spoiler. She's chasing someone and then that person gets hit by a car. So she doesn't even do the killing. Right. She just like, and it's not like she planned that. Although before that person gets hit by a car, she tears his ear off right. and leaves it in the woods, which I thought was a really interesting detail. Like I thought it was really cool. Whoever wrote the script, like the cops are investigating it as a homicide and the aunt who I want to come back to in a second says to the cops, so why it was an accident. The kid fell down a hill and landed in front of a moving car and got hit and killed. And the cop says, yeah, well we thought it was an accident until we found his ear. 200 yards away in the woods. Right. Like, I thought that was a really clever way to, like, heighten the anxiety, like, like ratchet up the tension a little bit. You know what I mean? Right. In a subtle, you know, sort of way. And I, I thought it was going to be way more uh, ridiculous. With right. Like, how she dances in the trailers. Yep. And, but it's not. There was just that one scene, which I thought was perfectly timed. Yeah. Like it was a perfect time for like for her to do that dancing. And yeah. it seemed to fit because she was like strutting her stuff. She was getting her swagger on. Yeah. And it's and, it, and the other thing is it's so convincing how everyone would be so on board with this. Like the demonstrations they do right. and stuff don't feel, I mean, they're totally unrealistic as if, if that would be possible. But I, I don't think like anyone would let child be put into like that environment clearly like that but at the same point like you get why everyone's on board with this it's not like just it's not just dollar signs dollar signs dollar signs so the sequel 
But there's clearly going to be one. A couple sequels. I mean, this movie was wildly profitable after one weekend, and now it's already into its second or third weekend of of doing great. Um, But let's just talk about Allison Williams, who plays the aunt. Yeah. And she was on that show Girls, which I didn't watch, but I looked her up and was sort of, you know, trying to see if I knew her from somewhere. And a sidebar for our very narrow niche of listeners who are Penn Cinema podcast listeners and also Iron Man professional triathlete followers. Oh, yeah. Allison, Allison Williams looks exactly like Sky Monch. Oh. I mean, I almost said that. Right. And Sky is one of the top American Ironman athletes. I thought anyone willing to put through, go through this kind of right. like drama has to also be an Ironman. Right. Yeah. I, that's why I almost thought it was her. Right. For a split second. And then I was like, I, nah, I, 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 I did watch a couple seasons of Girls. <laughs> right. I know. You know. Yeah. Anyway, so I think Allison Williams is great. And I came away, came away from this movie wanting to see more. You know, like, I can't wait to see what she's in next. Yeah. Like, I count myself as a fan. Like, she's a, you know, really likable character. Now, they, they set up sequels for this movie in two ways. Yep. I know one of them. Okay. The, the guy, the assistant who downloaded the secret files. Right. You know. And I think that's the, that, the other one is more suggested. What's that? And that's, like, do you think that she uploaded her personality to the internet or something because they leave the, mm. they leave the house the assistant robot seems to kind of mm-hmm. right be teaming up with her right sort of yeah no you're absolutely right the the obvious sequel comes from the assistant right and then the suggestive sequel comes from the camera lingering on Elsie yeah at the conclusion of the movie she turns on and kind of like right. looks at them dun, yeah. dun, dun, dun. and I thought that was perfect perfect way to end the movie right yeah so we recommend this movie. I think I feel like this was uh, the best movie I've ever seen. This is definitely the best movie I've yeah. ever seen. And I, I would highly recommend to anyone who For likes real. the suspense. For real. Yeah, no, no joke. Yeah, no joke. And a nice break that we can finally see a movie that comes in under two hours. Was this one under two hours? It was right at the, it was right yeah. at the two hour mark, but it wasn't three hours. But next week's a next hour week's. and a half. What are we going to watch next week? Next week, I talked to David into watching a 98 minute long comedy called House Party. House Party. And the reason why I want to see this movie is because I feel like we, I can admit when I'm wrong. Never happened. It's never happened, but if it would happen, you know. It could, if you had had to. Right, right. And I I forgot, because my, I didn't, I did not give this movie its proper due when it opened. And the reason why I did not is because the poster looks like crap. It makes it feel like a throwaway movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But remember how much we enjoyed the trailer? They have the house party oh, at LeBron yeah. James' house, and he's got that scene in the closet, you know? And like, yeah. like, I feel like when we watched the trailer, I was really excited for this movie. You were, yeah. And also, the, listen, the movie's not making big bucks. It's not a top movie and, what? you know, whatever. But, but the people who are coming and seeing this movie uh-huh. are having a good time. Like, this is a fun movie. Okay. Yeah. So We're in. We're doing it. We're in. So we're next week, it. we're going to try to go 98 minutes laughing our asses off at House Party. All the humor will be gone from our bones. And then we will report back to you, beloved listeners, whether or not you should also follow suit and come see this movie. And don't mm. worry. We'll give you the straight scoop. Yeah. Like we always do. It's time for listeners, notes, questions, feedback, answers, comments, and so forth. We got a lot this week. Oh, boy. 
Start us off with Frodo. Frodo watched. Now, Frodo, for those of you who might either, we haven't really mentioned this in a while. First of all, she's one of our regular people who write in. Yeah. And we appreciate that and love that. But we first got to know her and recognize her as our resident in-house animation expert. Very true. And if you remember, we booted Carl off the board of directors. He was our previous animation expert. He thought he knew about animation. Right. But I remember the one time I asked him a question about Cell 35 in that one movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he couldn't remember. Right. Like, what part of the cell I don't, was used. I don't want to embarrass him, yeah. but I think I remember him saying, like, getting all the data mixed up with Cell 34. Uh, that's Which, what, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it was super awkward. He's like, that's yeah. the one where he's got his left hand kind of straight. Right. I was like, no, you're nah. wrong, dude. He also thought anime was short for animation. Like it was the same thing, just a shortened word. Right. Yeah. So clearly it doesn't. Anyway, so we got ourselves a better animation expert. So we always look to Frodo when we're looking for an opinion on any movie that's animated. Yeah. Right. Whether it's a serious, high end, like really good, like animated movie or just a regular run of the mill, good, fun movie like Puss in Boots. Right. So she wrote us in. She saw Puss in Boots and here's her review. Quote, solid movie, exclamation point. Super fun portrayal of death as a character. The whole story was engaging and fun, but by God, the animation was, to nobody's surprise, the real selling point for me. It was a real treat at a few key scenes, and I just love that it's more stylistic animation in general. It's a good thing to see. I'd say it's worth watching and maybe a soft recommendation, depending on who I'm talking to, but it was fun. And then she gave it, you know, what you always look for in a recommendation. She gave it, but it was fun, comma, I think. <laughs> she knows. I love you. I think. I think. I think I, think I do. <laughs> so anyway, I take this as a positive yeah. review. I feel like she's telling us no. Puss in Boots was the best movie she ever saw. But then she came at us with something else. Yes, she did. And this is kind of tying into something that I didn't report on the show because I forgot, but I was super excited for it. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't try to make up some kind of fancy excuse for why you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, but in fairness to me, I forgot. <laughs> she sent in, because I remember reacting to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That there is more Avatar coming. Mm. Now you're like, oh. We just um, reported on that. James Cameron, we yeah, know. Right, right, we were just talking about that. No, no, no. We not, don't need her. Not imitation Avatar. Oh. We're talking original Avatar. The good kind. Avatar The Last Airbender was the first series. <laughs> right, right. We got Avatar The Legend of Korra. Yeah. Well, now there's a sequel series coming focused on an earthbending avatar, mm. which I am super pumped for. But then she hit us again this week and she said, guess what? You thought it was just TV news, Pen. Well, slap yourself in the face because wake up and here's the real news. In 2026, there's an animated theatrical filmed based on Zuko from Avatar, the original Avatar, Avatar wow. Last Airbender. 2026 is 2022 part five, which all Rocky fans know is the best one. That's when it comes back. Yeah, yeah. Right? this is going to be sick. Yeah. Get ready. All right, so, I mean, what, what are we saying? I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm excited. I saw 2026, and I was like, geez, geez wow. Yeah, let's not Is, rush into anything. Make it? Right? <laughs> oh my God. I hope so. <laughs> so far. Just for the record, I hope so. <laughs> you know, I want to be here in 26. I, 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 
What do you think about 2026? Well, Penn went on the record a few <laughs> right. years ago, hoping that we all make it. <laughs> it's true. I do hope. Yeah. Every single one of us listening that we're all here in 26. All right. Walk us through our, everyone's favorite sister. Everyone's favorite sister. She Love hit her. us with a ten t- top 10 most anticipated list last week. Yes. She comes back in defense of our maybe maybe <laughs> less than stellar comments. Wait, what? I I she sp- says, I spoke up in favor of Indiana Jones. Did you? Yeah, it was on my top ten list. Oh, and well, then I think the issue is. Are you saying this is a personal attack against me? No, 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 I, no, no, not at all. Here's what I'm saying. We never. we commented on her top 10 list why Indiana Jones was what, like number one or number oh, two. Oh, that's why. We weren't questioning that it was on the list. We were questioning, not even questioning. It was so high. We were just observing. It yeah. wasn't, we weren't even calling. Scolding. You know, no. <laughs> it's what it was. Right. right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, it's called what it was. All right. All right. She says, you know why I have so much trust in Dial of Destiny? Mm-hmm. Because the odd number indie movies are great. Look, the original, great. Temple yep. of Doom, trash. Last Crusade, great. Crystal Skull, trash. Dial of Destiny, great. So she sees a pattern. And Every other says, Indiana Jones movie alternating odd and even numbers. I would disagree in that Temple of Doom is my favorite one. So... <laughs> But also, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't disagree with this next part. Okay, she says Salah. You know what else the great indie movies have in common? Salah. That's how you know you're getting a classic indie movie, not some reimagined a bullshit. She's pulling out her French. French. Uh, you can't argue with that logic, and that's why it's number two on my list of 2023 movies. I mean, I love I love a good Salah. I was going to say I think it's pronounced Salah. Salah? Salah? Sa- well. I think it's like Salah. When you know him, <laughs> it's Salah. Salah. Like I, I'm friends. pretty tight. Yeah. Yeah. John Reese Davis and I, we go way back. Yeah, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got a new guy here. Yeah. This is, I mean, I mean, I don't know what the nickname. Well, it's not the big O. It's not the big O. Because we, we already have, o. To, so this is the little O. And it's the, Owen. The little O wrote in to, to let us know. And also we should point out he is employed somewhere oh when <laughs> he is employed somewhere in the Penn cinema universe so he's part of the pcu and um well, he, he wanted to let us know pcu the extended universe no i think he's in the, j- oh, the, the regular general universe. universe yeah okay. he's in the pcu and he uh watched the whale at the philadelphia film festival and was dying to talk about it um this guy is a big film fan because he also like he finds ways to see movies early. Like he will travel to go see a movie. He wow. saw Babylon early. Whoa. We talked about that. He and I did at the staff party, had a good time comparing notes on, on that movie. Um, he loved the whale. Your notes. He, he found it very emotional and touching. Like David, he cried throughout the entire movie. Brendan Fraser gives a performance of a lifetime and easily should win the best actor Oscar. He agrees it's sad and hard to watch and felt emotionally invested in the characters, etc. The nurse friend gives an excellent supporting performance that is so touching. I think that's a commonly overlooked yeah. character in the movie. Like, re- like every everybody else gets so much attention for being amazing, but she was really good. And her name, as he points out, is Hong Chow. I realized where I recognized her from. We recently saw her in the menu. Mm. As the she was the like one that gave them the tour. 
Oh, interesting. Of the yeah, yeah. Police. She was like kind of a good guy, kind of a bad guy. No, she was definitely a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. But she. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, now that I'm remembering, cl- very clearly, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bad guy, maybe the bad guy. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Little O says the whale is the most emotional film he has really ever watched, and would recommend it to anyone. For him, it was right behind Everything Everywhere All at Once for the best movie of 2022. Wow, God bless Little Cause, O because he saw it in 22. We all had to wait like suckers. Yeah, now he's suckers got he's we are. he's got connections. I don't, you know. Or he's willing to drive to Philly to see the movie. Yeah, that's I'm the, not. That's the key. Yeah, that's the, yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. This, Mama T. Loney. I'm going uh, to let you handle this one, but I just want to say this was amazing. I loved getting this note. Maybe our best email. In a Well, I mean, we get so many. Like, you, you can't say that that's because true. we have gotten some incredible ones over the year this that is, I, frankly, will cherish. This is a great one. And I'm not even being sarcastic. There, We've gotten some great listeners' notes over the years, but this one is right up there on our list. We put a call out last week. We said, get your parents to write us. <laughs> right. But we don't want you to just to say, my son wants uh, me to write your – because I think you were like – you even put it out there. You said – there might be tickets online. Right. And I'm disappointed in y'all because y'all, only one person came back with getting their parents to who, uh, clearly only one person who has parents that love them enough. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, also, I will say this one par- this one person's mom carried the load for everybody. Uh, yeah. It was so good. You're all off the hook. And what I, what I, what's crazy is it wasn't even my son wants me to write this in. No, that would be so it, lame. It was... Let me just read it here. Would you like me to read it? I, you know what? Yes, you're a better reader. I think everyone wants you to read it. Okay. <laughs> this letter comes to us from Mama Tiloni. Yeah. So we're talking about Tony Baloney's mom. Tony Baloney. Everybody knows Tony. Yeah. And this is the guy who got a ham and cheese sandwich for his birthday he wrote us in about. Right. This is the guy who creates sticky sized, uh, stick it notes that are size of a sticky note, but actually he carves them down from big, from big sheet, yellow sheets what, yeah. of, you know, construction paper. And yeah. Here's the thing. And, and I noticed his mom writes very similar yes. to him. And I know that it wasn't him because I even got the, like, it came from a different address. Yep. And then I got the text. Can you confirm you got the email? My mom's 78. She doesn't know she did it right. (laughs) (laughs) This this is one of the best parent emails we've ever gotten, but it's not the first parent email. And the great thing about parent emails is a lot of times when a parent writes the show, it is followed up by a text or an email from the son or daughter Seeking confirmation because because we, <laughs> we didn't immediately write the mom back. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. oh, they didn't write us back. <laughs> I don't know if they received it. <laughs> Your email went to Amazon. <laughs> you yeah, know, oh, yeah. Jeff Bezos. Is <laughs> right. Like, what is this? <laughs> Your new purse is on its way. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. All right. So here is the email that we got from Mama Tiloni, which was just precious. Thank you, Penn Cinema Podcast, for giving me this platform to air an embarrassing moment that has been hidden for over 50 years. Whoa! We lived in Mexico at the time. Sidebar, we're going to have to come back to that. Okay. Well, in a future. Yeah. Okay, not today, but a future. So we lived in Mexico at the time where everybody spoke Spanish but me. My now veteran of the Gulf War son, Tony Baloney Babcock, was a cute... Innocent and adorable six-month-old baby. I love that his mom calls him Tony Baloney. Yeah. You know, even in the emails. Even in the yeah, emails. Love yeah. it. I needed to buy a stamp at the post office. 
Since my Spanish was so limited, I practiced for a couple hours on how to request one in Spanish. Courage up, baby in arms, I venture out to the post office. I boldly walked up to the counter and asked for my stamp in impeccable Spanish. He understood and turned around to get my stamp. Mission accomplished. Or so I thought. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Just then, I saw it. That unmistakable poop face on my adorable son, Tony Baloney. Red-rimmed eyes, that stare of intense concentration, and the furrowed brow of a future sniper about to hit his target. As the explosion happened, it shattered his diaper and my confidence. <laughs> the concussion hit the front of the post office counter with a resounding splat that still echoes in my brain today. Brown smelly goo was now riveting down the front of the counter, down my skirt, sliding down my leg and into my shoe. <laughs> there were no words in Spanish or English for that matter that would cover this situation. Just then, the postmaster turned around with a big smile for Tony Baloney and handed me my stamp. I had no choice but to grab it with my poop-stained fingers and hoped he didn't notice. I only had one word for the postmaster. Gracias. As I turned on my heels to leave, I slipped in a poop puddle and reached for the escape route. I shoved open the door and left a handprint of brown evidence on the glass. <laughs> this is also, by the way, the grossest email we've ever, we've ever gotten. One of the best and also one of the grossest. With a very red face and a stream of brown overflowing into my shoe, we completed my most embarrassing moment ever. Sweet little baloney then gave me his radiant mission accomplished face as I squished my way home, trying to decide whether to laugh or cry. Life would have been so much easier if we had all just listened to the Penn Cinema podcast. <laughs> Sincerely, Tony's mom, Mama Loney. Mama Loney. <laughs> That's so great. So my next challenge is, mm. right? Preach. I want to hear from T. Loney's wife. <laughs> if T. Loney still has that Mission Impossible look when he's done <laughs> done doing his duty. Done doing his duty. Yeah. We, I, I'm not sure that I want to hear anymore, but I think I've heard enough about Tony's duty <laughs> to last a lifetime. <laughs> but I would encourage Mrs. Baloney. Yeah. The current, the wife, the current wife, yeah. to, to share any great embarrassing stories that she would like to share. <laughs> I could see only good coming from that. Oh yeah, there's no, no bad. There's no downside whatsoever. Right. Yeah, yeah. What did they talk about on the Penn Cinema podcast? Yeah. Well, mostly, it's this guy T. Loney's embarrassing moments. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, brother! All, all right. right. Well, let's get into what you're doing. What, what's been going on in your life outside of? El Movio Theaters. I have a couple dumb things and one that I highly recommend. Ooh. I'm still watching Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Struggling a little bit with it. Like I tuned in the other day and then didn't keep watching was it. Was it not Wednesday that day? It was not Wednesday. <laughs> I watched Pale Blue Eye uh -huh. and stopped because I was bored. <gasps> Le gasp. I thought it was great. I know it's on your list, so I'm curious to hear what you think about it. But I ju it just it could not hold me. And then also rewatch Layer Cake, which I've seen a million times uh, and well, loved. As my mom calls it, four layer cake. Here's the deal <laughs> The Dropout, the true story about Theranos 
and Elizabeth Holmes and um, Amanda Seyfried stars as Elizabeth Holmes. True story about an investor who create or an inventor who created this like healthcare. It, the whole thing, the entire thing, turns out to be a fraud, which you know before the show starts. But um, anyway, it is amazing, and her acting is amazing. And Amy and Kayla and I literally binge watched the entire season in like two wow. or. Not this. Yeah, the whole, it's a limited series. We watched the entire limited series in like two or three sittings. Whoa. It was really, really good. And after something like that, Kayla's just gonna up and leave you. I know. I thought. That's yeah. I thought we had something. <sighs> as, the, as she says in my big fat Greek wedding, why do you want to leave me? <laughs> <laughs> Kayla's in that movie. <laughs> the daughter says to the mom, I, she she telling her parents she wants to take these evening classes, and the mom's reaction is, why do you want to leave me? <laughs> All right, David, what are you doing? All right, I finished the book I was talking about last week, the book of them, which I thought was absolutely fantastic and highly recommend. I also read all of the currently released uh, material for Something is Killing the Children, which I thought was fantastic uh, about uh, children's monsters are real, but only children can see them. Mm. Uh, And like adults have to have like a procedure done in order to be able to see them. And there's like people who hunt the monsters to protect the kids. I watched the pale blue eye, which I enjoyed. Um, My only downside to it was that they had to create Edgar Allan Poe to be basically a Sherlock Holmes light type character. But I thought the movie had some really good twists and turns. Um, I, I thought it was paced kind of well. It was interesting. You think it's going to be one thing, and it's kind of not. Even at the end, all of a sudden, you're like, wait, it wasn't that? So mm. um, I thought it was. I, I feel like I'm going to watch. I'm going to tune back in and finish watching it's it. It's a slow burn. That's what I'm saying. Give it, give it, yeah. You have to give it its time. Yeah. Um, and then here's a question for, mm. all, for all y'alls out there. And I bet Joel Coates probably can chime in on this one. There's a show called The Last Kingdom Mm. that's been on for like five or six seasons. Yeah. And it looks like it would be good. Mm -hmm. I have tried to watch the first episode. Mm -hmm. I think this is my third time I tried to watch it. And I just cannot get through it. We. You did too. I had the exact same experience. Because all the stuff from the later seasons looked like really good acting and like I would be totally into it. And I just cannot get, like, the first episode is just, maybe the second episode is, like, instantly better. But even at the end of the first episode, I'm like, I have no desire to watch any more of this. Mm. So I want to know, from someone who's watched The Last Kingdom, like, is it, is it worth my time? Right. Do, do we it, do we really need to, like, try it? Do, yeah, do we push? Yeah. So. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. I have something, I have a controversy to share with you. You watched push a novel by Sapphire? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a movie that you and a variety of our listeners just think is the greatest movie since sliced bread. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I started watching it <gasps> on your recommendation. Oh. Uh, and I watched it for as long as I could bear. Get out. You, can't, you tell and me. And then I turned it off. How far into RRR did you get? I got through the fire and the water. And when that guy single-handedly, like, beat back, like, an entire army, and then they had, like, a scene in, like, some British Empire building where they're like, we got to go find the daughter, and then there's, like, this one super soldier who can, like, go find the daughter, 
and then he's like camped out outside of town and then he like gets slapped his buddy gets slapped trying to go into the barricades and then there's like some english lady who's like don't slap him and then they're like oh she seems nice and so they're gonna like infiltrate her house to like try to go find this baby to bring her back right so you didn't even get to the point where they meet each other yet right and that's when it's like, right, I'm out, dude. <laughs> I gotta go gotta, back. You gotta. I gotta watch, go back. You gotta watch the whole uh, thing. It, you have to enjoy the over tops, over the top stuff. I did with the actual like. Yep. I mean, at one point, there's a guy on. They're like sitting on top of each other's shoulder, and the bottom guy is like <laughs> doing the running, while the top guy just has two guns and is like boo, 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 <laughs> doing like acrobat <laughs> stuff. Awesome. Like there's it's. Over the top I love insanity. It. Okay. You, you right. don't love it. I, I, I'm, try, I'm the, trying to love the, it. I'm trying to, to love it. You need to buckle in. Commit. And and just be like, this is my time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> David's staring at me. He wants me to like this movie so bad. <laughs> and I feel like there's no way you turn it on without already being tired of it. Right. Right. Hey, we forgot an important listener's news and notes. Oh, my goodness. Are you ready? You got the soundtrack hold queued on, up? Wait, hold on. Let me see. Okay, it's good. All right. You got the wobble ready? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. You mean this one? We do the gobble gobble. We do the turkey wobble. We do the gobble gobble. gobble, 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 gobble. See, now this is great because I feel like a lot of people turn off the show after the listener's news and notes. Right. Because they don't care what we're saying. So all you... Devoted listeners who listen the whole way to the end. You got to hear the real news. You're going to get to hear this. So now you may remember from the last couple of weeks, we've reported the mystery gobble was down and out with COVID. Yeah. Did you see the email he sent us? Yeah, he said. Did you LOL? I said. I have it right here in front of me. That one? Yeah. Do you remember? I'm, you might need to read it. You think I'm making this up? Well, all I remember him saying is something like, I would have never made it out alive if it wasn't for the two of you. <laughs> right. That's exactly what he said. Yeah. Um, he said, thank you for putting it. The, the conclusion of this note made me LOL. He said, thank you for putting out a good word for me during my struggles with COVID. I am on the mend. So I just listened to the last two episodes this week. I couldn't listen while I had COVID because I was already in enough misery. <laughs> Touche. But misery loves company. Misery loves company. So here we are. Yeah. All right. That's wow. everything. That's everything. Wow. Okay. So next week we're going to watch House Party. Yep. Look, if you want to be a part of the show, let us know what you thought of House Party, Megan, mm. The Last Kingdom, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Best way to get in touch with us is our new email address, mm. podcast at pencinema.com. Not the old one, the nope. new one. Right. Podcast at pencinema.com. But the old one is forwarded to the new one. Yeah. So don't worry. But if you get it wrong, yeah. it's, it's not cool. a big we'll deal. I'll see it anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you want to support the show, mm-hmm. Penn, what's the number one way to do that? Well, you know, David, as we always say on this show, always. time is wibbly wobbly. And I just want to shout <laughs> out to, to everybody <laughs> that the best way to support the show, you've already supported the show. Whoa. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you're looking ahead to the future, but that's already happened because yeah. we recorded this on a Sunday. You helped the show last week, tomorrow. Yeah. It's safe to say that if you are concerned about, I don't really want to, Go out there and be pushy. Right. You've already done it. You've in the already future, done it. Yeah. So just embrace it. Right. And and get it done. And just wait for it to happen. Right. Right. Yeah. And I'll just leave you with this these two words. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> but look, 
Say you're not so sure on the future. Maybe you're one of those people who thinks that time is a straight line. Yeah. Not wibbly wobbly. You're right. No, it's it's definitely not a straight line. I can assure you of that. But if you are. If you're confused. Right. Just go ahead and tell a friend. Yeah. It's easy. And I hope that when you tell your friend, your friend's like already listened to the fourth hundred episodes. Yeah. Like, I've been there. Right. <laughs> I was there at the beginning and at the end. At the end. <laughs> All right. Well, once again, for the Pennsylvania Podcast, I'm David Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. Take Take care care and party party on. Thanks for joining us this episode. Our hosts would love to hear from you. To contact the show with your thoughts and reviews, email podcast at pencinema.com. This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners. With locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.pencinema.com.